All right, I'm here to do my WrestleMania 39 preview and predictions. Um, WrestleMania takes place later today, and I literally just realized I forgot to do this, so I'm doing it now. It's very weird if you look at this WrestleMania card. There's 13 matches, right? So ideally, they could do this all in one night and wouldn't have to do a two-night WrestleMania. I, I get why they're doing the whole you know, two-night WrestleMania thing. They've been doing that the last couple years. Because really, if you think about it on the server, like, I prefer, like, I would just rather sit through one long show as opposed to two days of WrestleMania. And if you look at some of these matches, like, they don't even, like, they're some of these are just throwaway matches that you could just put on, like, an episode of Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or whatever. I mean, obviously, I get it. I think WrestleMania 35, which was in 2019, was like almost six hours long the main pay-per-view and then the pre-show that they had was two hours so fans fans sitting there were there for eight hours like that's a lot of long time to be sitting there. that's a lot of wrestling to watch and you can see how the crowd sometimes is dead for a lot of stuff so i get it and also it's you know marketing and they can also sell out a big ass like eighty thousand seat stadium two nights in a row and make way more so i get why they're doing it but maybe I'm the only one. I'd prefer just one long show as opposed to... But I get it. For like the people that are there, I wouldn't want to sit through an eight-hour show. So it's probably different if you're there as opposed to if you're watching it at home. Um, but yeah, so it'll be, what, today, April 1st and 2nd. Start at 5 o'clock. You'd watch it on... I think it's on Peacock, if you have Peacock. Um... Overall, like, going into wrestling, like I said, there's some matches on here that are just, like, there just to get everyone on the card, and it's kind of meh. Um, but, you know, that's every WrestleMania. There's good stuff and bad stuff. Oh, I thought last year's WrestleMania, I enjoyed it. Night one was really great. Last year, you know, you had the Seth Rollins-Cody Rhodes match that was really good. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch was really good. Um... Steve Austin returning to the ring to face Kevin Owens was awesome. And uh, I also like the Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul tag team match from last year. Night two, there was some good stuff too, but not as much for me personally. Um, so I guess let's get started. I'll just kind of, I'm hoping I want to get this kind of done quickly so it's not, you know... It doesn't take forever, hopefully, because I'm kind of just rambling right now. So the show's going to take place, like I said, April 1st and 2nd, so today and tomorrow, from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. So it's where the San Diego, or San Diego, Jesus, the Los Angeles Chargers and Los Angeles Rams play. Oh, man, it would have been awesome to go to this show. I'm, I live on the West Coast, and WrestleMania is hardly ever on the West Coast. I think the last time they did one was at WrestleMania 31 i think they did it in san francisco i believe where the 49ers play and then before that i don't remember the last one that they had and on the west coast maybe wrestlemania 21 i think was in la in the staples center and then they had wrestlemania 19 in seattle at safeco field those are the only ones i really remember um so it would have been great to get to go to wrestlemania because it was kind of close to where i live i guess but I'm a broke bitch and WrestleMania is expensive, but I think one day I, I do really want to go to a WrestleMania. It'd be fun. It'd just be fun to just, I love wrestling, like big fan of it since I was a kid. So, um, yeah. 
But anyway, let's get started. So yeah, the show's going to take place at SoFi Stadium. WrestleMania goes Hollywood's the tagline. Um, like I said, 13 matches spread out through two nights. Last year, I think there was like 16 matches, but like two or three matches were just randomly impromptu. So I guess let's get started with there's a men's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. It doesn't say if this is like for a number one contendership for the for a tag team title match. You'd think it would be, but it doesn't specifically say that. So the teams in this are Braun Strowman and Ricochet. The Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. The Alpha Academy, Chad Gable Notice. And then the Viking Raiders, which is Eric and Ivar. Uh, like this is one of those throwaway matches. Like, kind of who cares? They can put this on, like, like I said, this could just be on an episode of Raw or SmackDown. But I guess it's just to pad the card, get more people on the card for the first night of WrestleMania. Um, I guess I'll pick the Street Profits to win. I think they're, like, the best, you know, Braun Strowman, it's kind of weird to see him in something like this, but they've done a lot of dumb crap with him at WrestleMania for someone that they've pushed heavily over the years, but um, I don't know. Like I said, uh, oh yeah, one more thing I want to get into before you go. This is the first WrestleMania that Vince McMahon's not, I guess, technically the, in charge of the company. I mean, he still owns the company, obviously, but he's not head like booking the show, head of creative or whatever the hell it's called, Triple H is, even though Vince is back and people still think he's booking the show, whatever. Anyway, that's another thing to think about so it's kind of cool it's like a different time i guess with vince not being in charge of booking the matches and whatnot anyway yeah i think the street profits will probably win this might be fun i don't know i don't really care about that match very much uh next ooh, this is a match that i think could be really good seth rollins versus logan paul logan paul's had i think like three or four matches and they've all been great. He had he had the match against with the where he teamed up with the Miz last year at WrestleMania against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. I enjoyed that. He had a match at SummerSlam with the Miz that was good. Uh, he had a match with Roman Reigns, I believe, at Crown Jewel that was good. Um, so yeah, and then he was in the Rumble a couple months ago. He's been great in all of his matches. Seth Rollins is probably I think the bet maybe. At least in the top two or three in-ring workers in the company right now. So there's no way this match could suck. Uh, I think Seth Rollins should win. He hasn't really won a WrestleMania match. I think last time he won was when he beat Brock Lesnar, I believe. WrestleMania 35, I think. Yeah, because 36, I think he fought. Didn't he fight like Cesaro or Kevin Owens? And then he lost both of those. And then last year he fought Cody Rhodes. So, yeah, he needs a roll in. Logan Paul's not a full-time wrestler. He's a celebrity, whatever, box, does like I know he does, like, he's like a YouTube guy, and I think he's done boxing and shit. But I, I expect this match to be awesome. So this might be the best match on, like, either night of WrestleMania. But I'm picking Seth Rollins. Uh, next, there is a six-woman tag team match, so damage control. So Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky versus Becky Lynch. Lita and Trish Stratus. It's kind of cool. Lita and Trish Stratus are back. Two like legends and for female wrestling, I guess. Um, I mean, Becky, Lita, and Trish are probably going to win this. I'm assuming, right? That would make sense. You have the feel good moment with the crowd with some of the old old folks folks winning, even though you know there's a lot of older people on like older wrestlers on this card. You could say should lose their matches, but that's. I'm going to say Trish, Lita, and Becky win. 
There's a lot of rumors that Lita, or not Lita, Trish Stratus might turn heel and have a feud with Becky Lynch for SummerSlam. They could still do that here, but I don't really see them doing that on WrestleMania. Maybe they'll do that on like Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania or something. Maybe because Lita and Becky Lynch are the women's tag team champions, so maybe Trish will do something to make them lose the tag team titles, and then that would start the feud. I don't know. It's all speculation. You never know until stuff actually happens. Um, let's see. Next, I'm trying to do the non-title matches first. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. This is a feud that's been built up for a long time. Um, since really like the summer, I believe, when Dominic turned on Rey Mysterio and joined the Judgment Day. Um, over the months, like Dominic's tried to get Rey Mysterio to fight him, and he's refused. Like he's not going to fight his own child. There was a point where he was going to quit WWE and storyline. Triple H eventually switched him over to SmackDown because the Judgment Day were on Raw, so he could be away from his kid or whatever. Um, there was a couple segments, I believe, where I think it was on Thanksgiving where Dominic like broke in, I'm using air quotes, to his house, Ray Mysterio's house, and beat his dad up. He did it again on like Christmas. They had a segment in like a restaurant where like, Dominic ended up getting arrested in one of the segments. I forget. It was like when he, I think he attacked Ray and then the cops showed up and then they turned doing this storyline where he was a hardened criminal, which was hilarious. And he got like bailed out of jail after like 15 hours. Um, anyway, eventually like he attacked his dad at the Royal Rumble and came out with his mask. They never showed Ray bet like at all. They just, he just came out with the mask. Um, so there was, later on, like, there was a point where uh, Dominic was, like, he would cost Ray matches and, like, push him and be like, hey, like, tell him to fight him and all this other stuff. And then Ray would always refuse. And then he called him, like, a deadbeat dad for always not being there when he was a kid. And then eventually uh, he was berating, Dominic was berating his mother as she was at a show when Ray Mysterio finally punched him and the crowd popped huge for that it was really cool so this match has been built up for a long time and um anyway i've enjoyed the build up to this it's probably been the second best built match besides the bloodline stuff which i'll get to later but i think it is hilarious there's a promo like dominic was trying to get ray to hit his um <laughs> hit him all this time but then when ray finally knocked him out dominic cut a promo where he was like what kind of father hits their own son like i thought that was hilarious um as for who should win this, um, it's kind of interesting because it's like, in storyline, Rey Mysterio should win this because he's had to take all this shit from his son getting attacked and bullied and just beat up by his own kid. Like, Rey Mysterio should literally just beat this kid's ass. Like, it's his, you know, in storyline, his son, he's had to take all this abuse from him. Like, he should just kick his ass, right, and win. But it also depends on which couple things Rey Mysterio just went into the Hall of Fame last night, so that's awesome. He deserves that. Anyway, the point is, is like, eh, like if this is gonna be like if they're gonna do multiple matches in this feud, which I think they might, Rey should win here, and then Dominic can end up winning the feud down the road, like if they have a couple more matches on pay per view or whatever. Um, it's kind of weird. This one, there's a lot of matches on this card that can go either way. I'm gonna pick Rey Mysterio. Just for the little feel-good moment for the crowd. Um, and yeah, so I'll pick Rey Mysterio to win. 
let's see, what else is there? This is on, okay, so I've done all the non-title matches. Okay, so we'll do, next is the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, who won the Women's Royal Rumble, so she earned a women's title match at WrestleMania. They had a match at WrestleMania 36 that Charlotte, when Rhea Ripley was the NXT Women's Champion, Charlotte won the Royal Rumble and then picked Rhea and beat her. So now it's kind of a role reversal. Only the NXT titles not the women's titles not involved. Um, Jesus, I hate Charlotte. Oh man, I've ranted on her a few times on this. She's just overrated as hell, and the only reason she's pushed and in the spot she's in is because of her dad's Ric Flair. She's not good. Like her promos suck. Her matches are botchy and choppy and just terrible and people think she's good and she's not anyway enough ranting i will not be shocked if charlotte flair wins this like think about it. she's i think every year she's been on the main roster in wwe which i believe is from wrestlemania 32 onward i could be wrong maybe she was on 31 but i know 32 she's in she's been in a women's title match every single year she's been on the main roster I mean, think about her WrestleMania. Like, last year she beat fucking Ronda Rousey, which was stupid. Even though Ronda's kind of not good. She sucks now. And, like, her star powers dwindled big time. But she she should have lost that match. She beat Asuka at WrestleMania 34 for the SmackDown Women's title when Asuka was on an undefeated streak. Asuka should have won. She beat Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania 36. 35, she got shoehorned into that women's main event with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. It should have just been Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, but of course, they had to fucking throw Charlotte in there. I'm surprised she didn't win that match. Um, I think that she was in like a fatal four-way, like WrestleMania 33 for the women's title. I don't remember if she won or lost that one. And then 32, I think she was in a triple threat, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. She won. So, don't be shocked if Charlotte wins. Um... Like, Rhea Ripley should win this, right? She's got to avenge the loss from WrestleMania 36. But like I said, I'm not going to be shocked if Charlotte wins. <sighs> like, I want to pick Rhea Ripley. It's like my heart says Rhea Ripley, but my brain tells me to pick Charlotte. I'll pick Rhea Ripley to win, but like I said, I'm not going to be shocked if Charlotte wins. Um, And then next is we'll do let's see the bet this is probably the best built feud on the entire show which is going to be for the undisputed wwe tag team titles so for the raw tag team titles and the smackdown tag team titles so it'll be the usos defending their tag team titles against kevin owens and Sami Zayn. this whole bloodline story has been awesome um it's just it's been great um kevin owens and Sami Zayn should win this should kind of be the beginning of the end for the bloodline in my opinion um, you know, there's also that chance that they do some stupid crap where, like, maybe it was a ruse and Sami Zayn turns on Kevin Owens or even Kevin Owens turns on. I don't think they're going to do that here. They could, but that'd be dumb. I think this should main event night one of WrestleMania. They've never had a tag team title match main event of WrestleMania or even really pay-per-views that I'm aware of. I know WrestleMania won. The main event was a tag team match, but it wasn't for the tag team titles. Hulk Hogan, it was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus uh, Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. I actually did a review of WrestleMania 1. Check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, but yeah, I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should win. The whole storyline's been great. You know, they're teasing that, you know, you could tell like they're two in the, when Jey Uso walked out at the Royal Rumble and he's all conflicted because of 
you know, the Usos are doing Roman Reigns' bidding, and they've taken abuse from him, and basically, like, Roman had that feud with Jey Uso where he just beat the shit out of him, and eventually Jey just gave in and started, you know, taking orders from him, even though Roman's pretty much just bullied the Usos the whole time. So, yeah, I think Sammy and Kevin Owens should win, and then... The final match on night one is for the WWE United States Championship. Austin Theory defending the United States Championship against John Cena. I'm just kidding. I tried to hum his uh, entrance music. That was terrible. I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. Anyway, so yeah, United States title, John Cena versus Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory should win this. Like, oh, by the way, this match is actually opening WrestleMania. It's kind of funny. John Cena opening WrestleMania. It's not really something you hear very often. He was in the opening match, his very first WrestleMania, back at WrestleMania 20, which is also ironically for the United States title. So I think Austin Theory should win this. Cena did that promo on Monday Night Raw where he just just destroyed Theory, talking about how no one cares about him, no one believes in him, like, he doesn't have heart and all this stuff. And basically he said that they they add fake crowd noise into his matches because nobody cares about him, which is kind of a funny line. Um, and, like, look, John Cena's not a full-time wrestler anymore. It's great that he's back. I mean, he still comes back when he gets time. But, uh, like, this Austin Theory should win this. In my opinion, like they could have Cena win as like the feel good moment. You're opening the show and you have John Cena win as like just to get the crowd going, you know. But I, Cena's not going to stay around. He's you know he's leaving immediately after this, probably to go film another movie. He's an actor now. He's not you know he's uh, so it's like they could do that and then maybe Cena loses it on like Monday Night Raw or even does something on Night Two and loses it. I don't know. But Austin Theory should win. Like this should be something that they use to elevate Austin Theory. Especially after that money in the bank cash-in debacle that they did with him a few months ago, which was a mess, where he cashed in for the U.S. title, which I've never heard of a money in the bank winner cashing in for a mid-card title, and he lost. And, like, beating John Cena should elevate him. John Cena, you could say. I mean, I don't think John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time. He's certainly, like, if I was ranking, he'd be in my top five. But if someone says John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time, then I'm not going to, like, argue with you, but... You know, WWE kind of portrays John Cena as, like, they literally call him the GOAT all the time. So, like, beating John Cena should elevate Austin Theory, like, to another... Sh- I mean, it, beating John Cena should mean something. Like, he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Another thing that I want to add before I move on, like, it's kind of funny with John Cena where, like, fans hated on him for years when he was a full-time wrestler. And then now that he's back, it's like it took him going away for people to like appreciate him more, which is kind of funny. Because it's like John Cena has always been great. I think people were just blinded by their hatred. Like he's always had great promos. He's had a lot of memorable segments, a lot of great matches. People used to always say like Cena can't wrestle, which is bullshit. Like he's had great matches with like so many different people, even people that weren't good in the ring. And Cena still had good matches with them. So. Uh, it's just funny that like it took Cena going away and he's finally starting to get respect from fans because he's not there anymore. It's like they look back and like, oh yeah, he was, you know, John Cena was a lot better than what we remember. Of course he was. Like he was great for his whole career pretty much. Well, I mean, he sucked at the beginning when he was young, but like he's always had good matches and all that stuff. And it's just, like I said, it's just funny that people are just now starting to like 
I guess, appreciate John Cena when he's not even around anymore. It's kind of funny and sad at the same time that he didn't get, like, his flowers when he was a full-time performer like he should have. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to pick Austin Theory to win. Like, it'd be cool to see Cena win this, but he doesn't need it. He's fucking John Cena. He's a 16-time world champion. Main event at a bunch of WrestleManias. He's one of the all-time greats. Like, he doesn't need this. Like, losing doesn't hurt John Cena at any stage in his career anymore. So, he's a made man. Austin Theory needs this more than Cena does. And Cena's not sticking around. If Cena was sticking around, even for like a month or two, then yeah, Cena probably could win this and then at the end just lose to Theory. But Cena's not sticking around. He's literally opening the show and then probably leaving immediately to go and... I think he's filming a movie right now, actually, and he's coming in for WrestleMania and leaving. So that's probably why he's opening the show, so he can get the fuck out of there. So yeah, that's night one. Let's get to night two. I've already been talking for 20 minutes. God damn. Try to hurry this up. Uh, so night two, there's six matches so far. There might be a couple more, like Bobby Lashley, I remember, hinted about doing an open challenge or something. I think last night on SmackDown. Um, so let's start, I guess, with... I'll do the non-titles. There's only... So we'll start with the women's showcase match, similar to the men's version that they're doing. So this has Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi Blackheart. Well, I think it's just Shotzi now versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville and Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. It's kind of weird to see Ronda Rousey just kind of in a random throwaway match at a WrestleMania. Like I said, Ronda's been terrible since she came back last year at the Royal Rumble. I enjoyed her first run in 2018. She had a lot of great matches. Um, this run, like, she sucks. It's like she doesn't care. She doesn't want to be there. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like she's, like, regressed majorly. But I feel like Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey should win this. Like, who the fuck else would win this? Like, the rest of these teams are just random throwaway teams. Like, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler obviously both did MMA. They've been friends for a long time. And, like, you know, I I'm surprised it took them this long to, you know, have a match. And Ronda Rousey, I guess, has stated, like, for a long time she wanted to be tag team champions in WWE with Shayna Baszler. I think that's part of the reason why she lost the women's title on that episode of SmackDown a while back to Charlotte is because she wanted to do the tag team thing with Shayna Baszler. So maybe they could beat Becky Lynch and... Lita, because Lita, I don't expect to stick around much longer after WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler to win. Next will is Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Oh my god, Ugh. this is weird. This is like the least excited I've ever been for a Brock Lesnar match, probably in forever. Like, this is a giant waste of Brock Lesnar. You're literally putting him in the ring with fucking Omos, who's terrible. Like, this is going to be terrible. This, this is literally how this match should go. It should be ding, 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 the bell rings. Brock Lesnar hits an F5 and pins him in like 10 seconds and wins. I don't expect this to go overly long. Um, like, it's Brock Lesnar. He doesn't do a lot of long matches these days. And it's interesting to think, like, Brock, I'm picking Brock Lesnar to win. Almost has no business winning this match. But then you also got to think, like, Brock Lesnar's contract expires after WrestleMania. Um, I don't envision him not re-signing unless he's just ready to retire. I mean, he's 45 years old. He's probably a little too old to go back to UFC. I know he's done that in the past where, like, he just threatened to go back to UFC and WWE would just throw a buttload of money at him and he'd re-sign. 
Um, but he never did. So I always think it was just him, you know, trying to get more money and leverage, which is funny and smart at the same time. But, like, I don't think Triple H is going to give a shit. Like, Lesnar's getting older. He's, like, 45, 46. I, he's not going to fucking go to AEW. Like, he's either going to re-sign. Like, if Lesnar loses, then maybe he hasn't signed a new contract yet. I don't envision that happening. He takes a break every year. He's a part-timer anyway, so he's probably going to go away till SummerSlam anyway. But Brock should win this match, and it should be quick, like two minutes max. Get this shit over with. This is a waste of Brock Lesnar. Like, there's so much better shit you could have done with Brock Lesnar. Next is Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. Apparently Finn Balor is going to be the demon, which it's not really, I don't understand why people think this is so cool. Like, he's just wearing paint, and it's the same fucking guy. He's just in paint, you know? Um, This is another feud that's been going on for a long time. Edge started the Judgment Day last year. They eventually kicked him out. They had that, and he started feuding with all of them. He had an I Quit match with Finn Balor. I want to say it was at, like, Extreme Rules. Edge ended up saying I Quit because they beat up they did like a concerto to his wife or whatever. Edge went away for a while, and then he came back at the Rumble, and this is kind of where they're ending. And it actually makes sense to do this as a Hell in a Cell, as a feud ender. I wish they'd do that more. Um, Finn Balor being the demon, I guess, makes this a little tougher, but I think Edge should just win. It's probably one of, This might be one of Edge's last WrestleMania matches, which is sad, but... It's the way it goes. He's getting old. He's almost 50, and he's wrestling on borrowed time with all of his injuries that he's had. So I'm pick Edge to win, and we'll move on. Next will be the – we'll do the Inter, WWE Intercontinental Championship match. Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. This match is going to be fucking great. Gunther's awesome. Sheamus is awesome, and Drew McIntyre's awesome. This match will be great. This might be, besides Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, one of the best matches on this show. Um, I think there's only two options here. Gunther's been a long-reigning Intercontinental Champion, and you, they, I think either he should win this or Sheamus. Sheamus, if you think about it, has done pretty much everything in WWE but win the Intercontinental title. He's been WWE Champion. He's been the United States Champion. He's been a Tag Team Champion. He's won the Royal Rumble. He's won King of the Ring. He's won Money in the Bank. Like, he's done everything there is to do but win the Intercontinental title. Sheamus has said for years how he wants to be Intercontinental Champion. I think Drew McIntyre's in this match to take the pin, which is kind of sad because he's great and he's a former WWE Champion, main event at WrestleMania. It kind of sucks that he never got his moment to win the title in front of fans because when he won the championship at that WrestleMania, I think it was 36 there was no fans because it was the middle of the COVID stuff. So um, I kind of hope Drew gets another chance to, with the title down the road. Anyway, I think Sheamus or Gunther. I'm going to pick Sheamus just for the feel-good moment. Um, Sheamus has always been solid and underrated in my opinion. So I'm going to pick Sheamus to win so he can be, and he'll become a Grand Slam champion by winning all the titles. And then they could get Gunther maybe ready for a feud for the – one for the world title down the road, which is probably what they should do after this. Next, we got Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. Asuka won this number one contendership by winning the Elimination Chamber. Um, This could go either way. It's weird. Like, Asuka's never won a WrestleMania match. Kind of nuts. 
Um, Bianca Belair has been champion for since last WrestleMania, actually. So I think Bianca wins. I don't think they're going to change both women's titles. Maybe they do. I want Asuka to win just for like, because it'd be cool. She's never won a WrestleMania match. Um, and she's got that new, you know, she brought back her Kana gimmick or whatever that she did in Japan where she's wearing like the clown makeup and all that stuff. So it'd be a good way to validate that new gimmick if they had her win. I just don't think she's going to. I think Bianca Belair will retain. Then we move on to the main event, which is for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. God, I hate that name. So it's for the WWE title and the Universal title. So Roman Reigns defending against the Royal Rumble winner, Cody Rhodes. <sighs> um, I think this will be a great match. Uh, there's a lot of different ways they could go here with the bloodline stuff. They could have the Usos get involved. Maybe they cost Roman the match. Maybe he they help him. Um, man, I've almost been talking for 30 minutes. I'm trying to wrap this up. Um, this is tough. Roman's been champion for what? He's had the universal title since like summer, August of 2020. And then he won the WWE championship last year from Brock Lesnar. So he's been WWE champion pretty much for a year and then universal champion for three years. He hasn't lost a match since December of 2019, which is fucking crazy. Um, like Cody Rhodes should win this, right? Like it's a cool story with the whole thing with his dad. Like he's trying to win the title that his family never won, that his dad had taken from him and all that. You know, he tore his peck in that match with Seth Rollins. He had that big ass like bruise all over his arm. It was gnarly looking. He gets the peck surgery, comes back, wins the Royal Rumble, takes down Roman Reigns. Like it's a great story and they should probably capitalize on that. But then you also got to think, it's fucking Roman Reigns. Like, there's a great chance he wins. Um, oh, man. I'm so... My heart says Cody Rhodes. My brain tells me Roman Reigns. It's kind of like the Charlotte and Rhea Ripley match. Cody Rhodes should win this. I'm not going to be shocked if Roman Reigns wins. I feel like Cody's never going to get more popular than what he is now. They got to strike while the iron's hot. If he loses here, I think it's a huge missed opportunity. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go with my brain. I'm going to say Roman Reigns retains. I just feel, I just have that weird feeling they're going to have Cody Rhodes lose. And it's going to be terrible. Like, it's time, it's time for Roman to lose the title. Like, if Cody doesn't beat him. Who the hell else is there? Like, he's, think of all the people he's beaten. He's beaten so many people. Like, everyone. I don't want to list everyone because I've already been talking for 31 minutes now. But, it's like... Anyway. Yeah, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. And, yeah, that's pretty much my preview and predictions. I'm actually looking... I always get excited for WrestleMania, even if it's not... You know, there's always bad stuff and good stuff on the shows, but... I'm expecting this to be a good WrestleMania. It's hard. Like, I always go in there and try not to have expectations. Because then when I go in there and expect something to be good, it ends up sucking. So maybe I should just have no expectations and I'll be in, I'll enjoy the show. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much my preview and predictions. I'll probably do a review on Monday after. Because I'm not going to do, like, the review in separate parts. Some people do that. I'm going to do it all in, together. Probably be long, but who cares? Um, yeah, so 
Hopefully, check out WrestleMania. If you're not, it's on Peacock. It starts at 5 o'clock Pacific time on Saturday and Sunday. So I'll be back for the review on Monday. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, this wasn't too long and I didn't ramble too much. But if I did, I don't really care because it's my podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening.